That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When I'm confident that uh, the evidence will show, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. When I'm confident that the evidence will show, is that this incident was not planned. This incident was not intentional. Daryl Brooks makes his opening statement to the jury breaking down after clashing with Judge Darrow and prosecutors. I'm Ann Jeanette Levy, and welcome to Law & Crime's Sidebar Podcast. Brooks, of course, chose to represent himself. He says that he is a sovereign citizen and isn't subject to the laws of the state of Wisconsin. He is facing more than 60 counts, accused of killing six people by driving his vehicle into the Waukesha Christmas Parade in Wisconsin last November. Now, through his questioning of the state's witnesses, Daryl Brooks seemed to suggest that he may not have been the person driving the red SUV that day, but during his opening statement, he practically conceded that point that he was the driver. Obviously, I don't have any uh, rehearsed or well-prepared speech, so I'm just gonna speak from the heart. Um, I would just like to first say that uh, I wanna bring to remembrance something I, I think everyone in this room has been taught uh, pretty much as far back as we can remember is that there's always two sides to every story. And for so long now, uh, roughly a year, there's only truly been one side told of this story. And uh, I've sat back and watched um, from countless narratives that, that, that's been put out there, the way this incident has been portrayed at times. And uh, finally, everyone getting a chance to get the full story. You won't hear me try to uh, argue facts. The fact is that this incident was tragic, very tragic. That's not lost on me. Facts are that uh, there's still a lot of people healing, uh, a lot of families healing on both sides. 
Brooks then went on to tell the jury that what happened that day was neither intentional nor planned. I think it's, uh, it's easy to look at the magnitude of something like this and form opinions. I think uh, it's easy to disregard a lot of a lot of factors, and I think uh, in reference to what I stated earlier, it's, it's easy to forget the other side of the coin. There, there's been a, a lot of suffering involved in this incident, a lot, obviously, with the families. With the, with the community <laughs> and uh, even the alleged the alleged defendant's uh, family as well there's been a lot of suffering a lot of misunderstanding <laughs> and uh, I just want you to keep in mind uh Everything that will be uh, presented in its totality, keep in mind the power that you have. Daryl Brooks throughout the trial, when questioned by the judge about it, has been adamant about wanting to call 13 witnesses. The number 13 seemed to be very important to him. Well, uh, his first witness that he tried to call was the state of Wisconsin. He has repeatedly asked people about the plaintiff in the case and about the state of Wisconsin. So uh, Daryl Brooks says he's a sovereign citizen. He's not subject to the laws of the United States or the state of Wisconsin. So he tried to call the state of Wisconsin as his first witness. Uh, the defense would like to call the plaintiff state of Wisconsin to the stand. Your Honor, I object. The objection is noted. It is sustained. Call your next witness, please. Reason for the sustain? Not relevant. And you haven't named a person to go along with that. Oh, the subpoena was accepted, Your Honor. I'll take the issue up outside the presence of the jury if necessary. Call your next witness, please. Well, I would like to make an oral tenant's motion to dismiss for failure to appear by the plaintiff and for failure to state a claim from which relief can be granted. I will take that up outside the presence of the jury. Next witness, please. So is the state not present? Mr. Brooks, I'm not going to address that any further. While the jury's present, I'll take that up outside their presence. Call your next witness, please. Brooks's second witness was a man named Nicholas Kirby. He's actually a friend of Erica Patterson, who is Daryl Brooks's ex-girlfriend. And you'll recall that Erica Patterson uh, had an argument with Daryl Brooks before he drove into the Christmas parade, and she said that he even slapped her. So Kirby said that Patterson called him that day for help. Let's back up a little bit, because that, that doesn't make sense. You stated that you had a description of the vehicle. Would that be fair to say? Yes. The question was, how did you, how did you learn of the description of the vehicle at that point? Ms. Patterson told me over the phone that she was in a red SUV. There aren't many red SUVs with young women screaming for help in Waukesha. 
Now, Daryl Brooks has made a big deal uh, in questioning witnesses about whether or not they heard a horn honking that day. So he questioned his second witness, Heather Reamer, about whether or not she heard that horn. Did you, uh, at any time during the, the commotion when you and your family were at the parade, do you call seeing anything that uh, drew your attention in any way? Yes. And do you recall what that was that you saw? A red Ford SUV driving through faster than all the other cars in the parade. And what did you observe this vehicle doing at the time that it caught your attention? It was honking. Uh, well, I heard honking. I'm not positive if it was the red SUV or another car, a 13. Did we you notice any other vehicles around the vehicle you saw, following the vehicle you saw? Following, no. It, it passed a float that had a vehicle in the parade, so it was by another vehicle, yes. And it was, by, it was passing the, the other vehicle you're referring yes. to, correct? And you stated uh, a reference to honking. Um, in your opinion, strictly your opinion, why would a vehicle honk its horn? To alert somebody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Then on cross-examination, the prosecution made a pretty good point about what side of the road Brooks was actually driving on that day. You saw Daryl Brooks driving that red SUV in front of that gas station, is that correct? Objection. At I that time, I didn't know. Called that name, and it's speculative. Um, overruled, you may answer. Um, at that time, I didn't know his name, but yes. But now that you see him sitting in court today? Yes. That's the guy? Yes. Objection, speculative. Overruled, the record will reflect the identification as of the defendant as the driver of the red SUV she saw as depicted in this exhibit. 
Thank you. May we please display for everybody exhibit number 15, which has also previously been received and published. Go ahead. Can we zoom in, please, on the intersection of uh, Main Street and East Northeast Avenue? Objection relevancy. I presume the question will provide the relevance, so go ahead. Thank you. You were sitting in front of the Historical Society, you, you testified? Yes. And do you recognize this map in front of you? Objection speculative. Overruled the witness may answer. I, no, I don't. Okay. Would the Historical Society be uh, near this intersection that I'm circling, East and Main? Yes. Okay. We can please remove <coughs> that annotation, Madam Clerk. When you saw the red SUV drive by, you testified you could not see the driver, correct? Correct. Because it was going so fast? Yes. Did you ever see that SUV come to a stop at any point on Main Street? No. In fact, did you see it accelerate as it traveled towards more people? Objection yes. speculative. Uh, overruled, the witness may answer. It sounded yes. like you was going to say substantive. And then I remembered you had called the witness, not the state. So cross-examination is appropriate. Fair enough, though. Next question. Did we get an answer on that? I said yes. Okay, thank you. That's all I have. Now, Friday morning, uh, before court started, Gerald Brooks actually told the judge that he'd like to add another witness to his lits. He wants to subpoena his mother. Okay, the legal issue is this. Uh, Detective Casey yesterday testified for the second time under oath in uh, reference to exhibits 13 and 14 that showed backyard of my mother's home which he stated that he had been to the home had seen the backyard and all this stuff when he did not in fact even speak with my mother it was brought to my attention that my mother in fact never speak to, spoke to any law enforcement from Waukesha would you like to add her to your witness list to call her Yes, I would. All right, that's because fine. Because she's willing, we'll she's willing to come. But that's not something we needed to address this right away, It needs right to be away, addressed because, because of the issue of the subpoena. That's the reason why it needed to be addressed. That's the reason why I was trying to attempt to it bring it to It could have been done attention. on a break. All right, so well, I be, you're putting, I have, you, you would like, you're asking me to add Don Woods to the witness list for you. Yes, but I also have a question of, about the subpoena. The subpoena for whom? For, for my mother. But I would also like to subpoena the phone records so it can be made part of the record of the conversation since the prosecution listens to all the phone calls. They should be able to have heard that phone call as well. So they should be on notice of what was said. I don't know what phone call you're referring to. If I'm you're referring, referring to, to a, a jail call phone from, call, I'm referring then... to a jail phone call that was made last night October 20th, between 7.54 p.m. and 8.10 p.m., which I'm sure the prosecution has heard by now. And that also brings up the issue of perjury testimony. Sir, the, the, the way that you will address the issues that you're talking about are to call witnesses to challenge that or to present the evidence in support of your position. If you're telling me you need to add Dawn Woods to the witness list, I approve of that. 
Um, you can fill out a subpoena and I'll direct the state to serve that upon her and at the appropriate time we'll have her brought, we'll indicate when in the order of folks she can be brought in. So I'll grant that request. In terms to... of the jail records, uh, you'll have to subpoena the appropriate custodian or a witness who can testify to that. That's that's what I was trying to gain knowledge of. Because well, I, I can't I give you advice on that. I'm sir. not trying to ask for advice. I was is is can I is that that's asking me, me to subpoena? For, I can't direct how you do that. I can't tell you how to do that. Um, you are acting as your own attorney, and you uh, will need to figure that out. The interesting thing about Daryl Brooks wanting to call his mother is because she's been on TV in Milwaukee, on Milwaukee television stations, basically saying uh, that she knew from the time that Daryl Brooks was a child, six years old or so, that there was just something not right about him. And she said that she would never recommend him representing himself and that she doesn't watch the trial. So we will see if he indeed gets to call his mother as a witness. And that's it for this edition of Law and Crime Sidebar Podcast. It is produced by Logan Harris and Sam Goldberg. Bobby Zoki is our YouTube manager. Alyssa Fisher handles our bookings. And Kiara Bronson does our social media. You can download and listen to Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also watch it on Law and Crime's YouTube channel. I'm Anjanette Levy, and we'll see you next time.